Before we begin, this episode contains allegations of sexual assault. From The Australian, here's what's on the front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Monday, March 4. The Federal Coalition is regrouping after losing a crucial by-election to Labor and securing a smaller-than-expected swing. Opposition MPs want leader Peter Dutton to fast-track policies on housing, migration and energy to get voters' attention before a likely federal election within a year. Labor is counting the win in Dunkley as a vindication of its decision to dump previously legislated tax cuts and deliver cost-of-living relief to middle Australia. Brittany Higgins and her partner David Shiraz will face off with former Minister Linda Reynolds in Perth on Tuesday over the alleged political cover-up of Higgins' claim of rape. And today, The Australian's revealing Linda Reynolds has had a big win of her own with a significant defamation payout and an apology from the ACT government. That story's up now. The first thing that sort of awoke me was I was in a pain. My leg was kind of being crushed. The senior staffer was on top of me. This is the moment that launched a thousand lawsuits. I woke up mid-rape, essentially. This is Brittany Higgins' claim on Network 10's The Project that as a 23-year-old Liberal staffer, she was raped by another 23-year-old, later identified as Bruce Lehrman, an allegation Lehrman completely denies. The project story wasn't just an allegation of rape. It was about Higgins' sweeping claim that the then-coalition government, led by Scott Morrison, had actively silenced her. Higgins accused two women of being core to the cover-up, her then-boss, Cabinet Minister Linda Reynolds, and Reynolds' then-Chief of Staff, Fiona Brown. Both women have since said they're devastated by Higgins' allegation, and that, in fact, they encouraged Higgins to go to the police and gave her their full support. Fiona Brown, the former staffer, has indicated she wants only to move on. Linda Reynolds, the former minister, is not going anywhere. She's fighting for her reputation, firing defamation lawsuits at everyone who's accused her of wrongdoing, including Higgins, her partner David Shiraz, and Shane Drumgold, the former chief prosecutor of the ACT. And today, The Australian's revealing Reynolds has had a big win in the case against Drumgold. The ACT government has quietly settled the defamation matter out of court by giving Reynolds a substantial payout. Linda Reynolds was and has been for a long time now very distressed about the way that she was represented and indeed misrepresented through the whole uh, Higgins-Lerman saga. Stephen Rice is The Australian's New South Wales editor. That, of course, dates back to the claims by Higgins that Reynolds took no care of her, ignored her claims of being raped at the hands of Bruce Lerman, did little or nothing about it afterwards and indeed washed her hands of it for political reasons at the time. Now, those misrepresentations 
obviously gnawed away at Reynolds. And I guess partly because you'll recall that um, at one point, Linda Reynolds was forced to apologise to Higgins and indeed pay her money because she was discovered to have called her a lying cow. This comment, lying cow, is something another political staffer said she'd heard Linda Reynolds say while watching that TV interview. Reynolds admitted saying those words, but, and this goes to the heart of Linda Reynolds' gripe, she says she was not denying Higgins had been raped. She was objecting to Higgins' claim that Reynolds was part of a politically motivated cover-up. This is believed to be the fifth successful legal action brought by Linda Reynolds. She sued radio hosts and others for airing allegations against her. And on Tuesday, she'll face off with her main accuser. There is another case coming up very soon. In fact, on Tuesday, Linda Reynolds in mediation will be meeting Brittany Higgins and David Shiraz over a claim that she's taken against them. So this is an ongoing process for Reynolds. She's determined to clear her name, no matter what it costs, no matter how far she has to go. And indeed, Higgins and Shiraz have had to fly back from France, as I understand it, the first time that they've been back to Australia since they left a few months ago to take part in this mediation in Perth to try to avert the latest case that Reynolds has brought against them. A brief recap for you of the way events unfolded after that alleged incident in the early hours of March 23, 2019. After Friday night drinks, Higgins and Lehman took an Uber to Parliament. Higgins says she fell asleep in the ministerial suite on Reynolds' sofa, then woke up to find Lehman raping her. Lehman denies any sexual contact at all. On the following Tuesday, March 26, Lehman and Higgins were both in the office when Chief of Staff Fiona Brown called Lehman into her room and told him he'd breached security by entering Parliament and had to pack up his desk and leave. Higgins says that day she told Fiona Brown she'd woken up to find Lehman on top of her. Brown says Higgins didn't tell her this, and when Brown asked, did something happen you didn't want, Higgins indicated no. Brown says it was only later she realised Higgins had been found naked on the sofa by a security guard and realised there might be something more sinister. Brown says it wasn't until the Thursday that Higgins told her Lehman had been on top of her. Brown alleges Reynolds and another senior politician, Alex Hawke, wanted her to go to police at this stage and report that something had happened. Brown said she refused, that she didn't believe that was right, because Higgins was insisting she didn't want the police involved. On April 1, Brown says she and Reynolds met with Higgins and the minister encouraged Higgins to go to the police. Brown says she walked Higgins to the police office in Parliament House and that subsequently Higgins told her she decided not to pursue a formal complaint. During the criminal trial of Bruce Lehrman, which ended without a verdict and saw the charges dropped, Drumgold had taken the dramatic step of asking the trial judge, Lucy McCallum, for permission to question Reynolds as a hostile witness. Under Drumgold's questioning, Reynolds said all she knew at the time of her April 1 meeting with Higgins and Brown was that there'd been a security breach, with the two young staff entering the office after hours. At that trial, Drumgold put it to Reynolds that she knew there was what he called a sexual element to the incident. Reynolds denied it, but later Reynolds admitted she did in fact know by the time of that Monday meeting that there was an allegation of sexual misconduct. 
Both Brown and Reynolds say Higgins did not tell them at any point she'd been raped. Now, the beef between Reynolds and Drumgold seems to go pretty deep, and like most things in this matter, it's extremely complicated. But boiling it down, Ricey, it centres on a letter that Drumgold wrote. Who was that to and what did he say? Well, this is a letter that Shane Drumgold had written to the Chief of Police immediately after the criminal trial finished, in which he made a number of allegations that the police had acted poorly, in fact disgracefully, through the trial, that they'd ganged up on him, that they'd, instead of helping the prosecution, they'd helped the defence. Drumgold also alleged in the letter that Linda Reynolds had been politically motivated throughout the trial and had sought to coach Bruce Lemon's lawyers. Drumgold was so motivated about this, he asked the ACT government to call a special inquiry into the matter. But that didn't go as he'd hoped. Here's what Drumgold told the inquiry, chaired by eminent jurist Walter Sofronoff KC, into these allegations of political interference. You'll hear him being questioned by counsel assisting the inquiry, Erin Longbottom KC. She's asking him about this letter. So did you think there was a conspiracy afoot? Um, I had not formed a view solidly one way or another, but I thought that there was enough incidences to make it possible, if not probable. These are very serious allegations you you make in this letter. They're allegations made with the authority of your office. Do you think possible is the right state of mind to make those allegations? Well, I mean... We get stuck on adjectives. I, I, I felt that there was enough evidence there to justify an inquiry into it. In his final report, Sofronov was scathing about Drumgold's claims, saying they were completely baseless. Coming up, so was there a conspiracy or not? While I've got you, we'd love you to subscribe to The Australian. This week, we'll have more coverage on this matter, plus all the big stories and the best analysis. It's about the price of a sandwich per week. Check us out at theaustralian.com.au and we'll be back after this break. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you've been listening to The Front, you'll know there are a bunch of other court cases going on, including Bruce Lemon suing Network 10 for defamation, Shane Drumgold suing the Board of Inquiry for effectively ending his career. In the defamation case being heard by Justice Michael Lee in the federal court, Network 10 has denied it ever put the imputation there was a political cover-up simply that it aired Higgins' belief that this was so. The Commonwealth in 2022 paid Brittany Higgins $2.4 million over her claims Reynolds and Brown had told her to be quiet about the alleged rape. Brown and Reynolds have both strongly denied these claims. 
Rossi, you've sat through hundreds of hours of various court hearings in relation to this matter. What's your instinct about it? You know, was there a grand political conspiracy to cover this matter up or to no, not abs- prosecute Bruce Lamb? Absolutely not. I mean, I couldn't be clearer about that. And let me make it clear. I'm not talking about the allegation of a rape. I'm not talking about whether or not Bruce Lerman raped Brittany Higgins in that suite. What I'm talking about is her later allegation that there was a political conspiracy involving people like Linda Reynolds and her chief of staff, Fiona Brown, to cover the thing up, to make it go away because somehow it was going to be embarrassing for the Liberal Party in the middle of a a federal election. Absolute nonsense. And in fact, everybody who's examined this case ever since has concluded that Walter Sofronoff, who spent months going through all of this, has absolutely stated clearly there was no political cover-up. And in fact, I'd suggest, without wanting to put words in his mouth, that when Justice Lee makes his inevitable findings in the defamation case brought by Bruce Lerman, that he may also find that regardless of the truth of the rape allegation, that there was no political cover-up. You know, the only political interference, I should say, occurred sometime later when the Labor Party seized upon this events and went for her, just savaged her as a woman who stood by silently after another woman had been raped. Stephen Rice is The Australian's New South Wales political editor. Thanks for listening. You can check out Rice's reporting and all our other outstanding journalism right now by subscribing at theaustralian.com.au. Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother. It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt, and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free, and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilin. One was shot in the mouth, and I thought he was dead. Another one been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime.